Hi guys, happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of What's the Goss podcast. Today we're going back to our roots with some dilemmas. It's a new year um, and also new problems as it seems. We've had quite a few emails that have come in this past week. So really excited to get into it. Um, as always, please send any dilemmas you have into gosspodcast at gmail.com and be sure to give us a follow over on Instagram at whatsthegoss.pod. So exciting. Yes, guys, we have so many dilemmas this week to bring to you. Some very long, interesting ones as well. I love it when you guys include so many details about the situation because it just makes it feel like we're actually there and like we're actually on a FaceTime call or something with you guys. I really love it. So I hope it feels like that to you, like you're listening to some older sisters give you some advice. But please just bear in mind, as usual, that um, we're not professionals at all. Just take our advice with a pinch of salt. This is just our opinion and everything will always remain anonymous and everything like that. We we don't know the people who are sending these in. So, you know, no, no bias or anything like that. It's all kept anonymous. Yeah, let's jump straight into it. I've got a really interesting one here, which I think you guys are going to really like hearing about. So, the caption is, my mum bought me fake designer. <laughs> Do you know, it's actually so hard, I feel, to source fake designer as well. So your mum must be quite tech savvy on like DHK and all. I think yeah, presses. This is quite an interesting one. So they said, hey guys, this is a bit of a random one, but I wanted to hear your thoughts. I recently turned 18, a big birthday. So my mum and dad wanted to spoil me. My dad doesn't really get involved in the choosing of gifts. He never really has. Like most dads, he just contributes and my mum chooses what to get and goes out and buys it. This year, my mum told me I could have whatever I wanted within £2,000. So I asked her for a a pair of Ugg Tasmans and the YSL envelope chain bag. A lot to ask for, but she did say the budget was £2,000, so I of course took advantage of this, and the items I chose ended up being around £1,000. I also chose a few little bits that weren't designer, like makeup, etc., which was an extra £200. In total, what I asked for was of a value of about £1,200 out of the £2,000 budget, which I think is reasonable, as my siblings definitely would have maxed out the budget with no consideration for my parents' finances. For reference, we're a working class family, but my mum and dad both have pretty high paying jobs, so we definitely are not skint. And I know this because I've seen their banking apps when they've asked me for help with online banking recently. They have plenty of money and savings, a mortgage paid off, nice cars, etc. We are very lucky. Anyway, on my birthday, I was so excited. I couldn't wait to get what I'd picked out, but it was a complete disaster. My mum bought me fakes. As someone who loves designer but cannot afford it myself, I've seen the fakes in real life as me and my friends often get things from Saramart, etc. And my friend has had some massive fails on there, like fakes that look nothing like the originals. So as soon as I saw them, I was sceptical. And then when I went to my room later that day, I had a look at some online comparison videos and it was quite clear that they were fakes. Now, the issue is not that she obviously duped me and tried to convince me that she spent more than she has on me when really she's bought me cheap fakes because I really am grateful and lucky. But the main issue is my dad has no idea. He thinks that she has spent the full budget on me. She's lied to him and pocketed the money. I really don't think this is fair. And I feel like I have such a conflict of interest here as I don't want to cause a rift in their relationship. But at the same time, my dad works very hard for his money and long hours in bad weather, etc. In brackets, he's a tree surgeon. 
I feel like it's very morally wrong what she's done. Not only has she cheaped out on my gifts and bought me bad quality fakes, which I won't feel confident taking out and about because they are clearly fake, but she's also a thousand pound better off because my dad sent her a thousand pounds to spend on me. I'm 99% sure my dad doesn't even know fakes exist, so he wouldn't have any clue that my mum has done this. But my mum is well aware of how to get hold of fake designer, and it's not like she's been scammed. To make sure that my suspicions were right, I checked her emails on the family laptop and saw the email confirmation from Sarah Mart. Do I confront her? <laughs> oh my gosh, what a dilemma. We have never been sent something like this before. I know we get quite a lot about parents, but nothing really like this. A lot of the dilemmas we get sent in about parents are usually about partners or how they've made you feel. But this is like out of this world. I mean... Do you know what? I can imagine this happening quite a lot because obviously um, I am a massive fan of fake designer. Um, Obviously, I always try and pass it off as real, but my sister even says that I should put that I'm a DHK expert on my CV because I can just find things so easily. Um, But what a shit situation to be in, especially for your dad. Bless your dad. He sounds really sweet too. Um, Now, this is a bit of a difficult one because like you've said, you don't want to sound ungrateful but I don't think that that massively applies in this situation considering you were told that there was a budget you were kind of looking forward to receiving these items and and if they were high quality fake designer but they're not you said you wouldn't even feel comfortable bringing them out in public so that's where this becomes difficult I would kind of try and go go about this a little bit sneakily you know maybe I don't think you mentioned that your mum knows that you're aware that the fake designer did she say that so the mum doesn't know that she knows no it sounds as if her mum is unaware that she knows and the dad Mm -hmm. as a mum would do this or that she has done this anyway and from what she's basically worded it her parents are they are together um but her mum and dad have like you know they went halves on the budget so her dad sent her mum a thousand pounds and then her mum was going to put a thousand pounds of her own Mm -hmm. savings well and in reality her mum is obviously not he she's kept the a thousand pounds from the dad and just spent like a small amount on this because obviously they're fake so they're not going to have cost the value of what she sort of you know totaled it up to which was about a thousand pound for the two designer items and then like a couple of bits of makeup which she did receive by the sounds of it but obviously she's not bought fake makeup and stuff and I think it is a tricky situation and if you were from like a lower income background or your parents were financially struggling because of the cost of living etc then it would be a different situation and I would be sat here saying you know just be grateful at the end of the day no one else is going to know they're fake just be grateful and you know they've obviously done it because they're embarrassed and they can't afford it but you've said yourself like you've seen them their accounts recently and you know you're you come from a well-off family like their mortgage is paid off they've both Mm -hmm. got designer cars you know they've got loads of money and savings like I know that doesn't necessarily mean that people can afford it but at the end of the day they set this budget it sounds to me as if like you've got siblings as well, you said, and your siblings would have maxed out the budget. So if your siblings asked for like, I don't know, like a new phone and an iPad or like a MacBook or something, she wouldn't be able to fake that because you can't get fakes like that. So it, mm. is, it is kind of unfair on you that she's like done this because why has she just been not willing to spend the budget that she offered? Like, it's not like you unreasonably asked for these things. She said, look, it's your 18th birthday. Here's £2,000 budget tell me what you want and I'll get it. it she said that you know it's not as if you've gone and said 
oh um, I want these and she's like worried now because she can't afford it or she doesn't want to spend the money on it you know she's set that budget and you chose stuff well within that it's not like you were like £1,999 you know when you really took the mick you literally didn't take the mick at all like you chose very like reasonable things within that budget one thing I was going to say as well, like I know I was talking about going about this sneakily, but one thing you actually could do, I know you said you bought, you bought a YSL um, envelope bag with the with the chain. Um, mm. They've actually got like a lifetime warranty on those bags. So um, if you live in London or something, I'm assuming she would say she's bought it from like the YSL shop in London um, or she could have bought it from Selfridges. What you could do is like, I know this sounds bad, you could maybe like break a clasp or something on this, say that, oh, you know, like, so and so something's broken on it like the clasp is broken say you're going to take it back into the shop and see how she reacts to that because obviously she'll be in a panic then realize she's bought it from dh gate or something and then maybe confess to it because there would be no reason why you wouldn't be able to bring it back to the shop otherwise you know your very expensive designer bag has broken mother like the one that you bought you bought for me of course i'm going to want to take it to the shop and get it repaired yeah that is actually so true about the ysl shop and everything like what excuse is she gonna have for that to take it back to the shop would be like the ideal situation because she's definitely gonna freak out then thinking like oh my god like I don't have the warranty like all of that Um, maybe she would even like go out and actually buy the real one in a panic saying like and just like replace it without you knowing you never know but she would be so panicked if she says that not like you said not only has she bought you something that's fake designer and you're a bit disappointed she's also pocketed the difference so I think that that's kind of a worse in a way I think actually the the idea that Sadie's got is very very good because how is she going to get out of that one like bags like that as Sadie said they come with a warranty and and apparently a lifetime warranty I didn't know that so that's interesting to know um so yeah they yeah. do repairs for life so say if you have like a clasp that's broken I know because I've done it before if you have something that's broken from like Selfridges from the designer counter you can actually take it back and they'll fix them so that's really good that is really good to know and there's no excuse then because it is it is bad that she has duped you like this because it does mean that you are in a position that you're unaware of like you know it's not um it's not something that you can get fixed it's not a real one like it could be embarrassing for you like if your friend actually had the real one and then they were like comparing it or like pulled you up about it in like you know in front of people like that would be really embarrassing for you and to not know as well like it's lucky really that you knew um it's kind of a catch-22 it's it would be good if you didn't know because then like you'd be so happy and everything but then the fact that you do know means that at least you're aware of the situation like you're you know now like it's not going to be sprung upon you by someone else that it's fake because people can be quite cruel like that they can be be like oh that's not real and like you know tell you how it's not real and like make you feel like shit about it so it's kind of good that you know but it's also kind of a shame at the same time because obviously you wouldn't be writing in if you didn't know and kind of sometimes ignorance is bliss isn't it yeah exactly so yeah that's how I would personally go about it that's what I think that you should do and same with Mally like just break a clasp like it can't have been more than 35 pounds like don't worry too much just break a clasp um and then mention it to your dad first say oh it's broken blah 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 can you let can you let mum know that I'm going to go and do that then they can have the conversation like oh she's uh gonna go to the design shop uh YSL shop get it repaired and then it's likely that it will come out at that moment because I can just imagine being her being caught so off guard like 
Yes. So go down that course of action. I can't imagine how you would fail that way. And I think that it will come out naturally. Like I think she thinks she's so sneaky and she's gotten away with this and she's got an extra thousand pound pocket money. So yeah, don't worry too much. Try that. I'm actually excited to hear an update on this. So please email in once you've done and we will read it out on the podcast for all the listeners that are curious. Yeah, please do update us because I'd love to know how this goes down. And if you decide to take our advice or not, honestly, I would be really, really intrigued to know. So yeah, please do send us a send us a follow up email when you you know make your mind up about what you're going to do and when you've done it. I'm so excited to hear. Okay, guys, moving on to the next one. This is quite a long one, um. So strap in, um. I'm just going to read this one out. So it says, hi, girls, bit of a different one. I know many of your dilemmas that get sent in are about men in brackets horror, (laughs) but I'm having difficulty with my longtime best friend and I'm struggling to see who's in the wrong. Let's call her Janet. That's an interesting name. Giving uh, mean girls. Wasn't the girl called Janet in that or Janice? Janice. Yeah, Janice. Yeah. Okay, this is a bit of a long one. For reference, I am 20 and she is, in brackets, now 22. Me and Janet live about five hours apart. I live in Pembrokeshire and her in London. We both used to live in Pems and even became friends in secondary school. But eventually, Janet moved away due to uni. We still make an effort to see each other. We meet in Bath around two to three times a year. But we're both in long-term relationships, students and in full-time work. We met in Bath in October and had a great time catching up. When it comes to planning our next meetup, it becomes a bit difficult. I don't work weekends, but Janet does. And chances are one of us is busy. Her birthday is on the 1st of January and we made plans in advance to meet on the 13th slash 14th of January in Bath for a night out. So that's... Is, the, is it the 14th today? It's the 14th today. <laughs> yeah, it is. What, it okay. happened when? Yesterday. Well, this got sent in on... Let me have a look at the date. It got sent in this past Monday. Okay. Okay, right. so they would have met up last night then. Mm-hmm. Here's where the problem starts. I'm a full-time student studying business. My teacher hurt his back a while ago and has been waiting for an operation for months. Finally, they gave him a date, but it just so happens to be a few days before my original exam date. My original exam date was this past Wednesday. However, it's now been moved to Monday the 15th of January. Oh, so that's tomorrow. Okay. That's tomorrow. Um, we're recording this on Sunday for everybody who isn't aware of that. <laughs> this is the day after the weekend that I'm meant to be spending with my friend. Janet couldn't get the Sunday off work, but works a nine to five. So she was planning on traveling up to Bath after work anyway. Okay, so just to sum up, you guys were meant to be meeting last night into today, but she likely wouldn't get there till about 8pm. Okay, uni is massively important to me. So I'm uh, uni is massively important to me and I'm worried about my exam as it is as it contributes to a huge part of my overall grade for the year and a weekend away right before the exam is a bit of a problem we were notified of this new exam date on boxing day via email so I messaged my friend as soon as I knew the message read hey I'm so sorry to message you this my exam's been moved to Monday the 15th and I'm so worried about not being able to revise the two days before I was wondering if we can reschedule or if I can come up just for the Sunday I'm so sorry as I know this is your birthday plans our communication isn't great when we aren't with each other we don't really call slash text other than to arrange a catch-up but when we're together it is always nice we hadn't booked a hotel or really spoken about it for months She replied about two hours later, only there was a notification saying Janet deleted a message 
and a follow-up message saying it's fine full stop oh okay that's so just (laughs) that's so like what I would do in secondary school it's so passive aggressive Mm. now Janet's always expressed to me that she doesn't like confrontation to the point where she'll do anything to avoid talking about something that's upset her or that's an issue but she will make it blatantly obvious that she's upset so I obviously knew that it was not fine I messaged her back extremely apologetically and said that I know it's not fine, asking her to resend the message that she deleted. I said I still really want to see her. I'm free. I told her I'm free every weekend after this one and can still even see her on the Sunday, which is today, but it's just too much of a risk for me to do all weekend. It was a massive, and I mean huge, paragraph expressing to me how disappointed and hurt she was. She said she felt as though I don't care about our friendship how she feels like she's a second choice by not wanting to see her for her birthday. She even brought up how I didn't she even brought up how I didn't wish her a happy birthday on my story last year or the year before or never post her on my Instagram feed, but we have one photo together and I never wish people happy birthday on my story at least not since secondary school, but I always message them. The following messages were near enough the same. Her telling me how much I've hurt her by doing this and me apologizing saying I can still see her. At one point, I even said I would still go, regardless of my revision, if she's this hurt. Her final message really got to me. She called me a bad friend and that my behaviour is, quote, uncanny. so hurt by this, as as we've been through so much over the years, and I told her this. At this point, I was sick of apologising and told her I will not stand for being called a bad friend. A day later, she messaged me to apologise for calling me a bad friend, but everything else she said still stands. We meant to call and talk about it this weekend, but I'm so worried about what to say. I really didn't think there's anything else I could have done. I have an exam and I'm so worried about revision. I was told last minute and told her as soon as I knew. I said I could still see her. We hadn't booked a hotel or we can reschedule, but she was having none of it. Please help, girls. I don't know what else I can say slash do. Okay, right. That's interesting, you know. So she's kind of being a bit immature about this is my first sort of thought. I completely understand feeling quite disappointed that you've cancelled the plans. I don't deal with people cancelling things very well. I do get quite hurt by it. And when I have plans, I really look forward to them. Like, I'll be thinking about them every day. Like, oh, this weekend I've got this planned and I'll be really looking forward to it. So I do understand why she's upset because maybe she's the same as me in that sense. And she really looks forward to things and doesn't plan things that regularly, especially if she's working and studying full time. Maybe she doesn't do much socially. So this is like a big deal to her. And obviously she values you as a friend as well, seeing as you've kept in touch, you know, while being away at uni. But at the end of the day, you you're both in uni you're both studying full time and I think she needs to understand that obviously the more important thing is going to be that exam and it's not something that you can control it's not as if you've said sorry I'm seeing my boyfriend this weekend I can't anymore or something like that it's an exam it's not something that you can control and it's not something that you can you know just like brush aside and do another time something that I didn't really like about this as well is like her bringing up things from like the past like oh you didn't message you didn't put me on your story last year or the year before like I often also don't do well with people bringing up things from like a long time ago when it's relevant like to be fair that is something I'm quite guilty of in like relationships and 
um, arguments, but I don't think it's right. And I think because you've said she's not a very good communicator as it is, I think that those issues should sort of been dealt with at the time. The fact that she kind of deleted a message and then said, it's fine. Like, I don't think it's your problem really to say like, no, it's not fine. Tell me what's wrong. Like, she's 22. Like, she should be expressing to you if there is an issue. Um, But like, disregarding that, I think that something that a lot of people have to understand nowadays, like, life happens a lot of the time like this is it like Mally said it's not like you're blowing her up for other plans like you're you're cancelling in advance notice because of an exam date that's happened that's really important um but also you've offered her like an alternative you've said you can reschedule you said you could still come up for the day at one point you did say you could still make the entirety of the plans so that is quite like selfless I think like you're willing to kind of like push your exam aside so that you can still see her because obviously this is very upsetting for her um I genuinely think that if you are that close friends I think that she should understand that um and it is it's completely out of your control at the end of the day it's like an important exam um but I don't think that you deserve this much hate about it um because it's not as if you're not offering any sort of alternative I completely agree. I think it's obvious that you're not just like pieing her off something unimportant. As we said, it's not something that you can control, like your teacher having to have an operation and then the exam being moved forward. That's just not in your control. Um, so I honestly think you should just say to her, look, I'm, I'm really sorry that I've, you know, made you feel this way. But I also, I don't really appreciate the fact that you've been bottling all of this sort of um anger towards me up and you're offloading it onto me now when it's when this has come up like are you actually upset about you know I completely agree with like what you said about um her bringing up the birthday thing like it's just not relevant like Mm -hmm. you're not 12 anymore you don't have to wish each other happy birthday on snapchat stories like just say happy birthday in private it almost seems as if she she thinks you're like embarrassed of her or like you as if like you value the friendship based on things like that which is a bit of a weird way to think that somebody values you like to think that somebody cares about you as them posting you online like no it's not at all so it's not as if you post other people and not her it's a bit weird that she's saying that I think I think maybe she's a bit immature to be honest to be thinking like that um Mm -hmm. at her age well how old did you say how late how old they were 22 and the person writing in is 20 so they're going to be having a call this weekend so um by the time the episode is released the call would have happened so I want to know what was discussed in this call but like say if we were speaking to her as if this call was coming up I would probably say exactly what Molly just said like just apologize like you you have upset her obviously it's not in your control but she is very upset and I can understand how cancelling plans is upsetting and I think that the fact is is there's not some what she's probably thinking is there isn't something that's happening on the Saturday or the Sunday it is the Monday so revision is something you could technically do and that's something that you could control before the weekend but this is a very important exam you do want to revise on this weekend which is completely understandable and I think what she's probably thinking is that she's like an option because revision is also optional but you know also revision is more important so apologize for that just say you know explain your reasonings and just say I'm so sorry you've hurt I've hurt you you know it's it is a difficult situation but then also emphasize that you're not going to be called like a bad friend and you don't appreciate her bottling things up because her communication 
is definitely something that needs to be worked on by that because saying it's fine after a deleted message saying you didn't wish me a happy birthday on your story last year it just kind of seems very immature like it's not something that you would expect of a 22 year old and I think that one thing that's a bit confusing about this it it doesn't mass it doesn't forgive me for saying this it doesn't seem like a massive thing that's happened like it doesn't seem like this is horrible, like something you've done that's completely unacceptable. You're bad friends and caring. It seems like there's another issue that's going on that I think you might need to talk about. Just say, like, is everything else okay between us? Because it kind of seems like, like what Molly said, she is harboring some anger towards you. And I would be interested to know why or what's happened. Yeah, definitely. I think there's more than meets the eye on this situation, unless she's really just blown out of proportion and is quite sensitive about things, which, again, I am kind of like that in a way. So I do understand why she'd be upset about the cancelling of plans. But as you get older, you realise that it's not personal and you realise that you can't really be upset at someone for something that they can't control. And like, what is the difference between seeing her next weekend? At the end of the day, it's not like it was on her actual birthday. You've said her birthday was on the 1st of January. So her birthday was two weeks ago anyway. So mm-hmm. what is the difference between seeing her now or next weekend? It's better for you to see her next weekend. You'll be able to let loose and enjoy more knowing that your exam is done. Surely she knows that you'd be having a better time if you weren't thinking about your exam the whole time. Like, do you want to be heavily drinking on Saturday night when you've got an exam on Monday? Like, you're not going to be feeling up to doing any revision on Sunday. And it's quite a trek to you all the way back to Pembrokeshire as well. To do an exam feeling hungover and to revise hungover isn't ideal, is it? So I think just say to her, look, I'm really sorry, but honestly, we would have a better time if we do it next weekend anyway, because I won't have to think about the exam. We can really let loose and celebrate your birthday, um, you know, explain that you're sorry, but at the same time, like you don't feel like it's worth falling out over this. And it could be worth mentioning, like, you know, I don't feel like it's fair you harboring this sort of like resent against me. But then just bear in mind, that obviously, if you do say that to her, it could just blow up the argument even further. Like, is it really worth it? Maybe just let her have her petty comments. Um, she was obviously feeling hurt. Maybe just let them slide. And if she does it again, then bring it up. But I feel like if you start bringing up her petty comments now, it's just going to escalate and you're not going to actually be friends. I, I can see that happening. Can you? Like, if you yeah. like, oh, well, I'm not a bad friend and you shouldn't be saying that. I just... I feel like it's just going to make things worse. So it might be better to just let her off on this on this case and just, you know, try and move forward. So they said, hey guys, big fan. I've got a talking point for you guys. A friend of mine has a girlfriend in Knott's Trent Uni. She keeps going to concerts with one of the boys in her flat, but insists nothing is happening. My friend is still at home and is a bit sceptical of this. Wonder what you guys think. Thanks. Okay. Okay. So let me just sort of dissect that. So um, a friend of theirs has a girlfriend in Nottingham Trent Uni. She keeps going to concerts with one of the boys in her flat but insists nothing is happening. Um, Their friend is still at home and is a bit sceptical of this. So still by still at home, do they mean not in uni I'm assuming they mean like they didn't go to uni am I right in thinking that like he's at home in his family like home or whatever yeah girlfriend yeah okay I understand the situation now okay that that is interesting you know I feel like this is a lot this is a dilemma a lot of people face isn't it like 
their girlfriend or their partner or their friend or whatever has gone off to uni and they're living a very different lifestyle to you and it's it can cause a big issue when it comes to trust um I've not I've kind of had a similar situation myself actually um my ex-boyfriend actually went to university and I was obviously still at home because there was an age gap between us so kind of a similar situation really like he was going on nights out and things and like making friends with like girls in his uni accommodation and it did make me feel a bit insecure and a bit worried even though he was the kind of person that could be trusted 100% you still do you do start to doubt things and you do start to be a bit skeptical because you're just like oh can I believe them they're so far away like they could easily lie like what have they got to lose you know they could easily lie to me and like that kind of thing so I can understand why your friend is feeling a little bit skeptical because it's a guy he's probably not used to this he's not used to his girlfriend like hanging out with random guys and going to concerts like that does seem a little bit like a date doesn't it just going one-on-one but then I suppose it really just depends on your opinion and your view of like friendship a lot of people don't think that boys and girls can be friends and a lot of people do think they can and I've got friends who are guys and I don't think of them in any way you know any way like that at all I really just see them as a friend but then I don't know I feel like my boyfriend would probably say otherwise I don't think he'd necessarily want me going on like one-to-one dates with them you know like what going just me and them to somewhere I feel like boys often have the opinion that like um a guy will always fancy a girl or like would always sleep with a girl even if he didn't fancy her that much like if they're friends he thinks that boys would always cross that line I think like going off to university especially and I mean especially if you're from kind of like a small town or a small community going off to university in a relationship can be make or break because I think when you're that person who's actually going off to university in a relationship it's kind of like a new world you're going from having kind of the same sort of circle and knowing the same people that you've known since you were in like probably primary school because I know certainly where we live you go to primary school with the same people secondary school with the same people and then in our situation everybody tends to go to Cardiff University which if you're listening to this from Cardiff University you know like no offense but we usually call it like little Pembrokeshire because it's like literally the same people from secondary school going off to the same university and it's kind of like a follow-on and But if you're from a small town and you're going to a different university, certainly somewhere far away, you're opening up your social circle to so many different people and so many new people. And if you're not used to a lot of new people, like if you don't live in a city originally, that can be probably quite overwhelming, both for the person who goes to university and for the person who is like back home, because you feel like you're missing out. And because if this person writing in, if his friend who's in the situation, you're not seeing your partner as much as you're used to and you're not getting those catch-ups, you're not spending like nights at each other's houses as often. And sometimes you're like learning about their life through what they post and like pictures they send you. And I can imagine it causes quite a lot of jealousy, like looking, who are all these new people? Like I don't know any of their names. Like I feel a bit out of the loop here. And in this situation, I do want to know, what kind of music does this girl listen to? Like, is it so niche that there's only one person that she can go with to a concert that will also enjoy it? Like, why is she specifically with him? Like, is she in some really, like, alternative rock? Like, why can't she, why is she just taking him to every single concert? It does seem a little bit odd, don't you think? True, but at the same time, if it was a girl, we wouldn't be batting an eyelid. Like, if she was going with a girl, we wouldn't be questioning... Oh, is there something going on between them? You know, just because they're they're not 
attracted to each other and they're not like you know you know do you know what I'm trying to say like because because it's a guy we're thinking there's something more going on when really it could be very in, just an innocent friendship like I've got friends who who I've purely made from having the same music taste like I've got a friend um from tiktok actually where we both just have the same music taste literally that's it like we've got nothing else in common at all apart from the fact that we like the same music and like me and when me and casey my best friend went to reading like we met up with him and like just like watched watched a couple of bands together and stuff like but there was nothing going on between either of us you know what i mean it was just purely platonic um and my boyfriend knows about this and everything it's purely platonic so mm-hmm. it it definitely can happen but i do think it's rare because i don't know like we're not close friends anymore we don't really speak but at the time we did have that connection about music um and a lot of people do find that but then i think with things like that music is very emotive and it's very like passionate and music can make you feel a certain way and all of this so going to a concert with someone is actually quite an intimate thing to do I think like you're both really vibing with the music like depending on what the music is you're probably you could be dancing singing like you're really connecting and that really builds a friendship and I feel like if there's any level of attraction there it could so build so quickly having like going to dates and going on trips like that together for sure like it's not as if you're going for a coffee and it's quite like boring and everything like yeah. you're experiencing a lot of emotions which you're now going to connect with that person so it definitely could turn into something more at the end of the day if someone's going to cheat on you they're going to cheat on you there's nothing you can do to stop that happening and if someone's going to cheat on you in a way just kind of like let it happen and honestly be happy that it did because and that sounds a bit weird at first but because if someone is going to cheat on you, like if it's in their nature and they're, they're going to do it and they know they're going to do it, then you should almost like be happy that they've like gotten it out of the way and like shown you their true colours and now you can like move on with your life. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd rather be with someone who just does something and you just be on your way than someone who's like constantly thinking about it and like mm. could break your heart at any point and like is dishonest with you. I, I definitely just think like I'm not sure if there is any benefit to having that conversation because saying to your girlfriend like I'm a bit skeptical like please don't cheat on me like that's not going to have a dip that's not going to have any impact on whether she cheats on you or not because she either doesn't care about your feelings and she cheats on you or something like non like not premeditated like something random just happens and she accidentally cheats on you or something like you can't control it yeah of course I think both of us kind of have like a no-go stance on cheating like I've known friends who their partners have cheated on them and they've gone back to them and I kind of just like roll your eyelids I think once somebody has shown you who they are like take it for that don't let them kind of explain like if somebody cheats on you take take things as they are I think um and also I think I would really struggle in this situation because I think my boyfriend is probably the most trustworthy person I know on this planet when it comes to cheating, we've been together for such a long time. But if he was in university and just going to concerts with one specific girl that he just happens to live with, I don't really care how strong your relationship with is. I think that would definitely stir up jealousy in anyone, especially if you're not living in the same town or city. So I do... I am sorry for your friend in this situation because I can imagine that's a very difficult scenario to be in. Um but yeah like like we say take things as they are I think that you should have enough enough faith in your girlfriend that if something was going on she would tell you 
but also I think you need to keep your wits about you and just kind of if there's any sort of inkling that you have I think that you should just trust that and see how things play out but like Molly said there's no point in speaking to them and like begging them not to cheat on you maybe see if you could also express an interest in this hobby because she seems to really enjoy going to concerts it doesn't seem like this is like a once a year kind of concert that she goes to it seems like this is like a once a month so maybe if you express interest in going to concert with her that could maybe be something that the two of you could share as well so I know obviously the friend is written in this situation and I'm kind of speaking as if um the guy who's in this in the problem has written in but like I said I don't think there's anything wrong with the girl and the boy being friends mm-hmm. I guess you've just got to let it happen and see um whether he you know she cheats or anything but the person obviously writing in is just a friend of a friend of the boyfriend's so yeah maybe get your friend to listen to this episode <laughs> let him know you know this is what what I mean I don't know is your friend gonna gonna want to hear it from us probably not probably like who are these random girls like discussing my (laughs) but if it if this you know I hope this helps in some way and maybe you can feed back a girl's a girl's perspective to him perhaps because you're both guys um maybe this can sort of you know give some perspective from a girl's point of view um from someone of a similar age I assume if he's in uni's point of view um and maybe you can kind of feed this back through yourself or you know ask him to tune in and listen to this episode what if you don't listen to it or not but if he doesn't then you could do that um and maybe he'll feel a bit differently about it then because I think me and Sadie do have slightly different opinions about it as well I think if it was me in this situation and my boyfriend was going to concerts with another girl I would be quite I would have a problem with it I can't lie I would (laughs) Mm-hmm. But that's just because of the type of person I am. I obviously need to like grow up a bit and realize like things can be can be platonic and not to be jealous. But the type of person that I am, maybe I'm insecure or something. I don't know. I would have a bit of a problem with this. Um, but then from looking at it, if I'm looking at it objectively or subjectively or whatever from an outsider's point of view, I think in reality there shouldn't be a problem with this. But it's it's a lot easier said than done, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that these are very valid worries to have. And I don't think he should very much feel guilty about having these. Obviously, he's expressed these issues to his friends as well, which is why you know about it. And I'd be interested to know what, like, quote, the lads have to say about it too, because I know that they can be a lot more, like, direct. Like, oh, no, bin her off. Like, she's with this other guy. And I think that boys can often put, put thoughts in um, in your head if this was a situation that's happening. But, again, just trust your girlfriend. See what she yeah. has to say about it maybe it's worth bringing it up but I can't really see that much of a benefit as to doing so but yeah no I hope everything's okay with that yeah me too I hope I hope that helps in any way (laughs) so guys I'm not sure if you've seen I haven't actually watched it in cinema yet have you seen that the new Mean Girls film is out on Netflix not Netflix it's out in cinema have you seen that I have seen it and I haven't seen the film yet but I have seen that it's out in cinema I've been looking forward to this for a while I saw I think it was like November or December last year I saw the promo for it come out on Facebook and I was like oh my god there's a new Mean Girls film I actually can't believe it and one of the guys in it is Conrad from um, The Summer I Turned Pretty which is like amazing so I love yes Um, Do you know what? When I first saw it, I did not think that it was like a promo or a trailer. I thought that it was like an advert because of the product placement in that promo. So for anybody who doesn't know, I've kind of been looking up about it on TikTok today, just like trying to look 
the movie because I know it came out like yesterday or something I think it was um the actual film itself is sponsored by elf so like elf cosmetics and everybody yeah everyone on tiktok at the moment is poking fun at the amount of product placement that's in this film like there'll be regina george with elf makeup which also doesn't massively make sense because anybody who's watched the first film knows that regina george is in everything designer um like she would probably not be caught dead wearing elf makeup which i love elf makeup but this is like regina george like she her family is millionaire like millionaire like has so much money um and everybody's laughing at the amount of product placement that's in this film i do love that they have brought the old cast back but when we're talking about a remake right we're not even talking about you know, the second film, which is like a similar sort of concept, you know, like girl comes to new school and makes friends with popular girls. It is the exact same script. Like literally it is a musical version of the first one. So it's like the same lines. So for example, earlier I was on TikTok and I saw the scene where it's like, you know, where she's at the dinner table after eating loads of the like bars that make you gain weight and she is trying to sit at the table with all the other girls and she's like these sweatpants are the only things that fit me right now it's the exact same so people are not loving it online so I'm really interested to see what the outcome is like I'm definitely going to watch it in cinema just to sort of see what it's like but people are not loving it which I think is quite a bit of a disappointment I've heard that you know and I, I have watched the trailer as well and yeah, it is literally just almost like a mockery of the first one, really, isn't it? Like the, mm-hmm. it's basically the exact same script as you were saying, which I don't really. Oh, sorry, I don't really see the point in it. To be honest, I'm kind of disappointed that it isn't like a follow up. But then again, have you seen Mean Girls too? I have, yes. Yeah, and it's like a different, isn't it? Kind of like it's similar sort of thing. Like I think there's a group of plastics, isn't there? And like. Um, I can't actually remember what happens in the second film. Um, in the second, oh, do you know what? There's somebody that comes to school, um, and she instantly becomes very popular. And there's a unpopular girl at school, and the dad of the unpopular girl pays the popular girl to be friends with her. That's the plot of the second one, basically. Is it? I honestly haven't watched it in years because I feel like the original is just like the classic. Yes, <laughs> in Mean Girls too. Is it the same? Oh yeah, I re- I remember now. I'm looking at the cast right now. Yes. So do you know what I would have absolutely loved to see? Um, I don't care much for it to revisit like the same subject. I would have loved to see like the original cast in future, like brought back Lindsay Lohan and like all the other cast and done like an, what's going on with them in like adult life. Like that's yeah. what I would have really enjoyed as opposed to this. That would have been so good. Actually, guys, I can honestly copyright this idea right now. Because if like Warner Bros or whoever listening to this, like, no, you're not having the idea, you've got to pay me for it. What would be so good is a film and it's a school reunion. You know, when like adults they meet up in in, like a village hall or whatever and they have like a high school reunion. I literally used to fantasize about that when I was younger, like, yeah, uh, actual high school or secondary school reunion for where I went to secondary school. I don't know if anybody ever used to think like this. Like what I would do, I would literally rent like, I don't know, like a Porsche Cayenne or something for like a day or two and like rock up. I don't, I'm not friends with anyone I went to school with. Like I don't, I don't keep in touch with anyone really anymore. Yeah. Um, So if I, I don't know if I would go, but if I were to go, I would have to rent like an amazing car and just turn up like in full, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, full designer. Full designer. <laughs> Literally. And I would be so, like, you know, in, you know, like you say, um, 
you see those Facebook posts, it's like, oh, I really wish I was um, like super um, like secretive and like knew no one knew what my life was. And like, I was really mysterious, but I just can't like stop myself from like telling my whole life story within two minutes. I was always Hello? like that in school. Oh, sorry. Are you there? Yeah. I just got an error message to say, um, I, well, it flashed up for like 0.2 oh. seconds. Sorry. Um, oh. so start again from where you said you'd love to be really secretive. Oh, yeah. So, you know, those memes where it's like, oh, I wish I was really mysterious, but I can't help but like tell my life story to someone within two minutes. Yeah. That's literally me. So if I went to the school reunion, I would like exactly what you said. I'd like literally rent like a Lamborghini or something, turn up dressed in like all black as if it was like my funeral or something <laughs> and then I would I would like be so mysterious about things like if people asked me for what I did for work I'd be like talking in code I'd be like speaking like really weird so they couldn't like figure out what I was on about and just like be really vague <laughs> and like, be really vague about like everything and just like yeah <laughs> like I would say like I would say like oh I'm I'm like a people's operation management assistant manager at like you know everybody works at like jp morgan or like goldman and sachs i can say something like that. yeah <laughs> update I'd my be, linkedin literally i'd be like oh i work in like um i work in like you know um stocks and shares or like something random or like i work in oh. stocks and shares yeah like something really random <laughs> like oh I, I work for like the trades the trade market like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of like business i don't know oh, i run my own run my own business and they'd be like oh what kind of business and i'd be like oh just like corporate <laughs> i just thought use really big words like oh you know um in the you know like corporate in like the private sector like what does that even mean like i don't know what that means it's hilarious hearing this as a business student who actually does know what it means but that is literally what it sounds like I'd literally laugh and they'd all be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, that is, I, I always wanted there to be a secondary school reunion. Like, I, I actually used to think about it when I was in secondary school. I was like, if there was a reunion, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show these people. Um, I, I never really thought about it much, but I know that my gran, like, she actually met someone and, like, married them from her her school reunion. Um, yeah. They're not together or kind of didn't work out, but... But yeah, I think it's just like a really weird situation. And I think Mean Girls as a school reunion when they're all like 40 with kids would be hilarious. Like imagine they like made the plot and like it was just like a big revenge plot. And like she like killed Regina George or something. That would be hilarious. I, I don't care for it to like reiterate the same thing. Also, I'm not a fan of musicals really. Like, oh, I don't really enjoy them. And I know that they're going to be playing all the songs on Heart Radio for the next like three months. Like, it's just going to be a bit annoying. Like, you know, The Greatest Showman. I really enjoy The Greatest Showman, even though it was a musical. And then they just play The Greatest Showman songs on Heart Radio every single day. And now I can't stand it. And I just feel like that's what's going to happen with Mean Girls. I'm just not going to enjoy it. I'm going to watch it anyway. And I'll probably be pleasantly surprised. Because usually if I think I'm not going to like something in the cinema and I watch it, I do. I'm like, oh, you know, and it is Mean Girls. I feel like it's only right I do watch it. But I feel like they could have done so much better because everybody wants a Mean Girls reunion. But we didn't mean this. I know, I feel like they've just gone a very Gen Z approach to it, haven't they? Like, they've changed some of the characters to be, like, different ethnicities and stuff. So that it's, like, more culturally, like, you know, like, it wasn't very inclusive back then, was it? I think, like, the only p- 
person who was like black in the whole film was that Kevin guy and they made him out to be like a proper weirdo. Yes, exactly. I know. Um, and also there's big controversy about the fashion as well. Like, you know, in the first film, like they were all wearing designer and it was all very like, you know, typical pink sort of Barbie clothes. Everybody looks like they're wearing something from Sheen, like really, really low quality clothes, like see through, like doesn't suit the characters at all. What, so, on the film? Yeah, on the new remake film, like I've seen shots of it and people on TikTok, their main issue with it is the fashion. So, okay. I love yeah. It. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically what's going on. So, if you guys are going to the cinema to watch it, please do let us know what you think because I want to know. I probably going to watch it next week um in the cinema if i've got some time so there'll probably be a review coming when the both of us have watched it which i'm sure we will um so yeah let us know what you guys think about that new film i know it's much anticipated but yeah let us let us know yeah i'm very intrigued and another thing before we leave have you i don't think we touched on this last week have you watched saltburn i have watched saltburn i watched saltburn as of like literally three days ago um it was it was really good. Right, okay. There was one thing that I have now. So my favourite song is Perfect by Cedar, which is the one in the song that goes one, two, three, four, let me see oh, yeah. what's the one. That is my favourite song. And that's been my favourite song all year. As a matter of fact, it was my number one most listened to song on Spotify. And um you know when you're you know when a really good song that you really like becomes popular and you feel like you can't gatekeep it anymore that was my one song I used to play on nights out to get everybody in the mood but anyway I've known that song since July of 2023 which is not long but it was when me and my friend went to Manchester we went to Canal Street which is the gay street and we went to a gay bar and I watched a drag queen do a dance to that like a whole performance of that and I think it genuinely changed the trajectory of my life and now it's on the radio so I could not believe that they chose that song to be in the film and I love all of the songs that have become popular out of that film as well like um like Middle on the Dance Hall that's made a comeback I've heard that one so many times this week um but the actual film itself I'm obsessed with Jacob Elordi as I think everybody is now yeah 100%. gorgeous um but yeah it, it was a brilliant film um it wasn't as shocking as I expected it to be though because I know there was a lot of hype a lot of like hype on TikTok about it saying it's the most shocking and disturbing film they've ever watched um I do think there are some that are more shocking and disturbing like Midsummer. that was a bit oh my god um but I, all in all I thought it was an incredible film um for anybody who hasn't watched it please do go on to Amazon Prime and watch it but yeah what did you think about it um well to be honest this is quite dumb but I basically clicked on it not knowing at all what it was about like it hadn't blown up on TikTok when I watched it at all it was like right at the start when it first came out on Amazon Prime that I watched it mm-hmm. um, and to be honest I knew Jacob Lordy was in it and that's the only thing I knew I'm not even gonna lie I I knew he was in a new Elvis movie and I genuinely thought that's what I was watching for like the first five minutes really oh I'm watching that film that he's Elvis in and then it was just like not there was no sign of Elvis it wasn't called anything about Elvis and I quickly <laughs> in about two minutes that I was not watching the Elvis film and that is called Priscilla and it's not even out in the UK yet oh, I want to watch it so bad same but basically yeah I had no idea what I was in for I hadn't seen any of the spoilers online so I was genuinely caught by by surprise and films like that they really mess with my head I feel like that's why I can't watch like 
that's where I can't watch like horrors I can deal with thrillers but I can't watch horrors and that was just on the cusp of like being manageable I had to watch it in two sittings because it was just a lot like I watched it on Christmas Eve for some reason and then (laughs) kept thinking about it all day on Christmas like I was genuinely traumatized I watched Elf on Christmas Eve oh my god yeah (laughs) what Christmas Eve at all I don't know why I was trying to traumatise myself on Christmas Eve, but the grave scene, the vampire scene and the bath scene, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the grave scene, just like it finished me. I was like, what is go- this film? I was like, what is going on? Yes, uh, please do go and watch it so that you can understand what we are talking about. But yeah, um, yeah, you're not a fan of horrors or anything. I remember you saying this on our Halloween episode. You do not like anything which is like jump scares. And you had a traumatic incident with the clown from It. So since then, you haven't liked horror. Yeah, literally, I, I can't. I can't watch horrors after that experience. So this film was just on the cusp of like, other people wouldn't think it was a horror at all. It wasn't a horror, it was a thriller. But there were some horrific sights in that, like mentally disturbing sights. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah those are two good movie recommendations from us not necessarily Mean Girls but go and watch those two films everyone let us know your thoughts on Saltburn and Mean Girls Um, it'll probably be a topic of discussion next week once or the week after once both of us have watched Mean Girls and then um, obviously I think everybody now needs to watch Saltburn regardless because of the fact that it's so popular like I hadn't watched it but I was seeing so many TikToks about it on my For You on my For You page so I was like you know what, I'm just going to watch it. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I was sick of not understanding all of the things that were being said about it. So, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that's a very good movie recommendation. So, um, should we leave it there? Yeah, guys, that is pretty much brings us to the end of the episode. Um, yeah, definitely go and watch those films that we've suggested and send any dilemmas. The question of the week is, how would you feel about your partner consistently going to concerts with somebody of the opposite gender? Because um, I know it's a little bit controversial, like what we were saying. Some people think it's possible to be friends with the opposite gender, which I definitely do. One of my best friends is a guy. Um, we hang out one-on-one all the time, but he's also best friends with my boyfriend. And I think some people might have had some issues with that in their relationship. Um, and also if you've been cheated on in the past, this could possibly be a sort of sort of subject. Mm. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think and also bring your own personal experiences into it. So yeah, it would be interesting to hear what you guys say about that. Yes, I can't wait to hear. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you in next week's episode. Bye guys. <laughs>